Hello and welcome to the Female Health Show. This is episode 52 where I talk to Chelsea, my client. She has been with me for the last two years and she's an amazing client to talk to and I really wanted to bring her on the show to start this client diary series as part of the Female Health Show because, you know, the best part about being in the industry is that I get to connect with so many like-minded women and after a while I have I'm very lucky to have been with my clients for two three years and Chelsea's one of my long-standing clients who has grown so much and I think this episode is relatable as fuck yeah it is so relatable because so many women are struggling um, whether you are 25 22 years old or you're 40 years old so many women struggle with time management with consistency with motivation with eating food, with training um, and building strength and understanding how to manage your mindset. And Chelsea is one of those women who I train and I just think she's come such a long way and she's really invested a lot in this time and she's grown a lot and she has a lot of great wisdoms to bring to the table. And I think this is an episode that I'll honestly be sharing for a while because it's just really well-rounded and she speaks so eloquently about her experience. And I think it's an awesome, awesome, awesome episode. And I really enjoyed listening back to this again. Before I get stuck into the show, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's been listening to my show. I get regular email updates and it shows me, you know, who's this, like how many people are listening to my show this week. And I, I think it's awesome because I haven't pod- podcasted since January. So thank you to whoever's listening to my shows. Um, and if you can, please leave a five star Spotify review. Um, they help my rankings. They help the show. They pushed out to more women. Um, And this is what my show is about, just creating awareness, creating conversation. And the more of us ladies that can have these open conversations and just be real and honest and raw, that's all I want. And I would really appreciate it. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. Thank you so much for listening and let's get into it. All right, Chelsea. So welcome to the Female Health Show. It's so exciting to have you on, especially as my client. We're going to open this as the client diaries and you're going to be the very first client diaries that we're going to have on the show, which is so exciting. Um, exciting. I know. And today's episode is episode 52. So we're just over halfway Mm -hmm. in the podcast and it's been a while since I've podcasted, but I really wanted to get you on because I realized in our sessions, there's a lot of stuff that you bring um, that Mm -hmm. a lot of not bring a lot of stuff that you talk about and you express that's going on in your life that a lot of other clients also talk about and express going on in their lives. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. There's always yeah. something emotional. There might be something, you know, physical that they're struggling with in training. And it's that mindset that I think our conversations are quite um, like expressive and genuine. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of Definitely. people just really need that as well so I want to know first off and I think the audience would be keen to hear about where did you start your training journey mm-hmm. well my training journey probably started like five years ago when I was in year 12 like just finishing high school um I joined up at a random like local gym and I kind of just my motivation was just to get fit for schoolies like <laughs> as silly as that sounds I was just <laughs> like oh yeah um I'll get started here and just see what I can do mm-hmm. um I had no idea what I was doing to be honest I just felt like at the time the gym was like the thing to do like I really had no idea about it um so that's where I initially started and then like over the years I kind of like went back and forth between strength training and then I tried out hot yoga 
I tried out F45. I went back to the gym, so it was just a bit all over the place. Um, mm. And I'm here now today. Yeah, a bit scrambled. I think that's a lot of clients' mm. um, training history. It's a little bit of a yo-yo, not dieting, but it will and dieting, but yo-yo training yeah, history, both. yo-yo dieting, yo-yo yeah, mindsetting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so yeah. common. And I think even you mm. just saying, um, you know, get fit for schoolies. People also just want to get mm. for parties like on the weekend. Like, oh, yeah. we'll just won't eat this week properly. I won't tra- I'll train super hard this week. So I think like the mentality yeah. is very similar um, across mm. the board with a lot of young females too. And it's scary. But at the same time, this is why I wanted to have this conversation with you because I think you have evolved so much in this time and you know, yeah. you know yourself better and you have a much better training routine. Also, mm. probably should preface Chelsea is my client. So, for everyone listening, not for you, Chelsea, everyone listening, Chelsea is my client. She's been training with me since November 2020, I believe. And yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, just over, well, a year and a bit now. And mm-hmm. changes this girl has made in her training is incredible. So, when she started with me, she had a lot of questions and a lot of insecurities about training and a lot of like I'm not sure if I'm doing this right and we just got started kept it simple Mm. Um, we started just with basic training and now she's at a level where her training is becoming more advanced and she's gonna be able to do chin-ups by the end of the year which I can see (laughs) it happening I can see it (laughs) happening Um, and chin-ups are something that's hard for a lot of us to do Mm. Um, she just hit a 100 kilo deadlift and her bench is at what was it at 40 something 47.5 yeah 47.5 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um this girl's really worked hard so I just wanted to preface that mm-hmm. um and she's an absolute angel to train so it's been fun <laughs> but anyway let's go into the question too so who <laughs> yeah, influenced yeah. you wanting to get into the gym or like where was the inspiration to start um well kind of like what I said just before I didn't really like there wasn't like this one person that I looked up to mm-hmm. that was like, oh, wow, they're so inspiring. I should start the gym. It was really kind of like I feel like a bit of um, social pressure to look a certain way, mm. as bad as that sounds. But that's like if I'm being completely honest, that's why I started working out was to have a certain physical appearance or maintain my appearance Um because at the time I was, I had been dancing since I was like three years old and mm. stopping, I stopped dancing at the end of high school, which is when I started at the gym. So I felt like I kind of like didn't want to just sit around and lose my shape, if you'd say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was kind of like really lost and didn't really know who to go to for guidance help. and help in the gym. So really, I guess it was just, um, just trying to like look a certain way that's really why I felt like I needed to start training Mm. pretty much yeah Mm. well I guess it's not the wrong place to start either because training does keep our physique in shape so you had the really good like Mm. mindset for that um but Mm. it is maybe you know at that time as you're saying get fit for schoolies or those like kind of short-term things that maybe weren't really gratifying that didn't really get you to where you wanted to be so Mm. yeah interesting interesting influence point um yeah. 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 So what keeps you motivated then? Oh, wow. What keeps me motivated? Oh, um, wow. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, I don't think, first of all, I don't think I'm motivated 100% of the time. And I'm so and glad you said that. And I want you to talk about it. Yeah. Please tell the audience Yeah, because about this. if anyone knows, it's Raquel. She knows that I am just constantly <laughs> so hard on myself for, um, 
not being motivated or not being like 100% in the gym and that's something that I've learned over these two years that I've been training with you is to kind of go a little bit easier on yourself in terms of like in quotation marks motivation um, and have mm-hmm. a little bit of understanding and compassion for yourself like you're not always going to be 100% oh. um, well that's what that's like my main thing I'm I feel so like happy. and I'm still like learning that now like the, don't get me wrong there's still days where I think mm. oh I should be doing this or I should be doing me that too, girlfriend. Um, and especially with COVID like COVID was like a major thing for me that just put me in such a I'm sure like every other person as well just in such a negative mindset in terms of like my motivation and it was just like a really really toxic like cycle so now that that's over I feel like what keeps me motivated is knowing that if I don't show up for myself, it's just going to make me feel even worse if I was not to do something kind of thing. So trying Mm -hmm. to find that balance between being understanding, but then also not really try not to make excuses um, and actually like showing up for yourself and knowing that after after a training session, I'll feel better both physically and mentally once I've done it. Mm -hmm. Um, you, having you as a coach obviously has helped my motivation 110% and having someone there to like keep you motivated yeah. like um, is really, really important. And I'd probably also say my job is one of my motivators mm. in the back of my mind. So um, tell us more about that. <laughs> so I have just started working this year as a nurse and a midwife. So I've been studying for the last four years. So I have been gone on lots of like clinical placement in acute uh, hospital settings and have seen a lot of people who are unwell and just really like ill, sick people. And it's funny, like seeing that at work and seeing that every day, it makes me as bad. This might sound bad, but it makes me not want to be like that kind of thing. Like that doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Like I think there's all these things that I'm doing now that are preventing me from like getting diabetes, getting high blood pressure, like staying active. And, you know, I've, that's one of my motivators is like not wanting to be like 50 years old and bedridden and have mm-hmm. all these comorbidities kind of thing. So yeah, so that was a bit of a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> no, that was a great tangent. You spoke so well about so many things from a motivation is bullshit, which I'm so glad mm. you were pretty much saying, which mm. is what I say. Um, and we know, I know, you know, you've got friends as well who struggle to find the time to fit in everything. And sometimes we have mm-hmm. a pressure to add on everything into your life. But what you are doing is simply having a, the lifestyle that allows you to be as fulfilled as possible with your current mm-hmm. routine. So it is hard. Yeah. It is tricky. We yeah, both fall 100%. off, like fall off week to week. Sometimes we don't feel amazing. Our period comes and it mm-hmm. knocks us back and we get moody or we get mm-hmm. shitty. It's so normal. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, I really wanted you on this podcast because I feel like you do have quite, like, I got a lot of experience in trying to navigate a lot of things at one time, studying, yeah. uni, trying to get this yeah. placement, then actually, you know, getting what you wanted to get. And then, you know, yeah. now you've got to add in yeah. your own, like, schedule and having your own schedule yeah. is tricky yeah. to add in the health mm. aspect of as well. And then with your training yeah, too, like, um, yeah, you um, were saying about, it being good for your mental health and physical health Mm. well 
training yeah. A is a natural antidepressant. And so that's mm-hmm. probably why you get that like sense of like, this is good for me. And then coming into yeah. that experience of you being a, a midwife and a nurse, like, holy crap, like you get to see the sickest of the sickest all the time. Mm-hmm. And that kind of is probably a bit of inspiration for you to go, I have it really good. I'm grateful for what I have yeah. and, I, and I should be grateful. 100%. And I actually I actually want to take care of myself because I don't want to mm. end up like this or yeah, have a heart attack much. or, yeah. you know. And I feel like it's a good vibe, like it's good energy. Like you're trying to spread that awareness probably with your circle, which mm. I know a few mm. of your um, friends have signed up with me bef- before. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it's nice that you're trying to embody everyone in your circle to be healthy and mm. be fit. And take care of themselves. <laughs> yeah, you do a really good job. You do a really good job. Um, so tell me, what is your favorite thing about training then? Um, my favorite thing about training, it's probably like if I was to summarize in my more recent times of training with you, it's probably like feeling that feeling of accomplishment and like feeling like you're showing up for yourself and you're doing something for yourself, like. You're, yeah. you're gaining strength and you're improving different skills and, like, it's just something that, I, like, I guess a form of self, not self-care, but, like, you know, like it's something that you know in yourself that you're doing for you kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's some people out there that, like what I said before, you you train to please, like, to please other people. Like, you train because you feel like you need to do something or look a certain way. But for me, it's more just, like, um, doing something for myself um and realizing how much potential I have like you kind of underestimate the potential you have as a human being and like once you actually start practicing something like everybody has to start somewhere kind of thing so yeah right now my favorite thing is probably like this sounds I feel like it sounds silly but like how strong I am like at my own level like I'm sure there's people who are a lot stronger than me why do you think that sounds silly (laughs) But like right now, my strength is probably my favorite thing because I'm just really, I'm like improving really, really quickly. Performance, like nowadays, performance like. yeah. goals. Yeah, you're seeing, yeah. you're seeing the gains on the performance side. Yeah, of it. It's like taking much. the focus away from your body all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's That's perfect time for winter because we all hibernate a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Get the baggy t shirts on. Yep. When you you're gain some fluff <laughs> it's called uh building season right yeah pretty much yeah so yeah but you know I really think it's funny how you said your favorite thing about training is it now is mm, now whereas previous it was a different previous, like it was the dopamine, would, the serotonin hit of like feeling like oh, yeah. I'm gonna look good for this outfit this weekend yeah or, or like when I was doing hot yoga I was be like oh, my God, I just sweat so much. I just lost so many calories. Like, wow, that was just mm. amazing, you know, like, oh, yeah. I look skinny in the mirror or something like that. Mm. So, Whereas yeah, now you're, like, changed. happy with your body shape all the time. Yeah, yeah, so, pretty much. You know, we all go through yeah. stuff where we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. period week, it's like, eh. Uh, but, mm. you know, you're more more now happy than before and consistent. Mm. Yeah, pretty much, um, yeah. Not chasing that feeling. So what's the benefits Tell the audience the benefits of having coach maybe that you didn't think benefits. before, like having yeah. a one-on-one coach. Mm, um, well, I'm not sure if I should mention this, but I did have a personal trainer prior to working with Raquel. Is that all right if I talk about that? Yeah, that's I look fine. At her, 
Is that right? Yeah, no I names. Can't, like, compare... Let's not do no, that. No, no, no. I'm not going to say any names, but just like I did have one experience with a personal trainer um, prior to working with Raquel, um, which is probably why it took me so long to find another coach because I was very like skeptical of people and everything like that. So my previous experience was very, um, how do I explain it? So basically, let's say that. Yeah, disorganized. It wasn't really tailored to me or my body or my goals or anything like, or like my lifestyle. It was very just like, here's some random exercises. There was no program. There was no check-in process. Like there was no accountability. There was not really a lot of support. It was just, let's meet up for our session, do the exercises. And half the time we would just be talking the whole time. And like, you know, you have this girl to girl chit chat where you're like, you know, oh yeah, this, that, that, whatever. And um, I think I'm a fairly friendly person. So like, I didn't really have the heart to be like, oh, you know, like I'm paying you a lot of money. I'm not paying you to sit here and have a chat, you know, like I want to actually be doing stuff. So yeah, there was no like nutritional support. I didn't really feel like I gained a lot of knowledge. So um, after that point, it probably took me a couple of years to, I was very, very skeptical to actually come to Raquel like nothing against Raquel but it was just like coaches in general and like the fitness industry I was like oh Mm -hmm. these people are just like you know anyways um (laughs) having a rant (laughs) uh, yeah sorry so So now now what I've taken out of having a coach like Raquel is probably um I think I underestimated the importance of having someone who's constantly there for you who has your best interests in heart at the best interests in their mind at heart best interests at heart (laughs) sorry English is good today (laughs) yeah like it was really crazy crazy for me to have someone like Raquel who was like genuinely interested in my well-being and cared about my health and my um, fitness who wasn't connected to me in my personal life that makes sense like it was really crazy for me to have someone who actually genuinely cared about their clients um so I definitely feel like that constant support in no matter like doesn't matter what it would be about like training or mental health or um, nutrition or anything that constant person being there for you no matter what question it is or um, having a judgment-free zone is probably the main thing that I didn't realize I could even get from a coach pretty much with the actual training aspect of it too because I remember in our first original phases I won't talk about it but we had a lot of training a lot of training to do but we also had like rest periods and the rest periods include talking about life to life and then mm. you know in those moments there were some moments where you know had some breakdowns and so we had some heart to hearts yeah. but we still train we still train we still got you yeah. know, the results and I think that's the hardest part for a lot of clients that come in is they don't want exactly someone who's going to chit chat the whole session they don't want a trainer that's going to do that but they do want someone yeah. who probably gets like knows them and understands what they're going through because when you had days when yeah. you were off we'd modify stuff mm. and you're like but is that okay mm. like I don't want to lose gains and I don't want to do this it's like yeah. no it's fine like you have an off day like it's just once like just just chill out yeah. like, or take the week off like I think there was time where yeah. I gave you the whole week off like yeah don't don't worry about it. just just take yeah. it off and you're like are you sure am I gonna am I gonna do this yeah and, this, this, and as bad as it sounds it's like having someone who knows what they're doing and has had experience is it's kind of like giving you permission that you should already be giving you yourself if that makes sense like you That's saying you. that to me 
made me feel like I could also then give myself that permission because I had that person there for me saying, no, it's actually okay if you're not 100% today. That's a huge realisation and a really good quote. I might use that on an Insta Insta post or something. But that's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I really appreciate the compliment, Charles. My heart. I know. Stop. (laughs) Humble humble beginnings. I just... it's so sweet I know um yeah, but yeah know. so anyone out there who's struggling with your trainer or trying to find someone who actually like wants to get you results teach you good stuff in the gym and also maybe have a little interest in your life and want to help you with your mental health reach out we've got spots we've got a new coach on mm-hmm. her name's Kiara and we're ready mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah so tell us about some of the significant changes that you've had since you started like working with me what's been the biggest thing for you that you've noticed um training food anything mindset yeah sounds um, like everything but I know it's I'm trying to like condense it certain thing yeah what's the I'd probably say the most like major thing for me like the major change is definitely my mindset in terms of my nutrition and like diet kind Mm. of um, obviously your mindset and your mental health is something that like I well for me anyway I'm continuously working on every day like I'm not just like here now today going oh yeah I've figured it all out um, but when I started training with Raquel I had a very like toxic mindset about my diet and my nutrition and feeling like I was overeating like everything I put in my mouth was just oh this is just you've had too much food already today like what are you doing kind of thing and I still remember when I had my consult with Raquel and she's like just go do a normal day write down your food like a bit of a food diary of what you'd normally eat just don't worry about being good or whatever just write down what you'd normally eat and I wrote down what I ate in a day and she was like is this it and I was like yeah that's it she's like are you kidding and I was just like yeah and I just remember and I was basically eating like I don't know, Not what would you say, like th- 1,300 maybe-ish yeah. calories a day? Pretty standard. Probably, Pretty probably standard like calories. around that and like not really nutritionally dense food either, like donuts and like all this other stuff. Um, and <laughs> it was really bad. And then I thought like I was eating the bare minimum, but I thought I was overeating and I wasn't even eating enough to fuel my own body. And that yep. was such a stressor for me. And now sitting here today, I'm comfortably eating two to 2,000 to 2,200, 2,300 calories a day. Easy. And, ne- and yeah, easy. And if not, I could probably eat more, like, but, you know, we're taking it slowly. It's taken me like <laughs> two years to get to before I wouldn't even be able to eat what like 1800 calories i couldn't yeah, even we really eat that much in your first phase to get you to eat more and then yeah. like the training helped a lot with your shape mm. i think you saw that and then you, you were hungry and then there was sometimes mm. it just was a struggle to get you to eat that much food yeah yeah. Um, towards the end when you're like yeah I want to eat a bit more because then your mindset would get into it and you'd be like oh like I'm scared I'm gonna get yeah. fat or whatever I'm gonna get this or I'm gonna yeah, look like yeah, this. yeah so yeah you've really overcome that yeah so definitely like my mindset on my eating and now I know like no that's not a lot of food that's just what I need to actually function. first of all my body needs just to function and then plus on top of my 
training sessions, my work, like I'm working long days and like yeah. on my feet all the time and I'm being active and it's like not a lot of food. And I'm, it's not like I've been eating to like 2,300 cows and I've barely, like I haven't put on weight. I've, if anything, my body composition has just improved. So guys, yeah. she's a hot babe walking in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awesome oh, to watch stop. Chelsea train. She's great to train Um, but I I think I'm just going to add to this one for me Mm. the most significant change yes 100% is your mental health but Mm. and nutrition but I think a big one as a trainer for you is actually your training because when we started you we say this all the time when we see your training sessions and your 100 kilo deadlift just like a couple weeks ago it's like when we started we've we've overcome so many mental battles mm. with the bar like is the bar going to crash on my body am I going to lift it am mm. I going to hurt my back am I going to hurt my knee like how am yeah. I going to do this um I can't do this yeah. we've kind of moved away from that and it's kind of like well let's try let's try yeah like, I'll say do you want to yeah, do this definitely. Like, you look at me like let's try let's just try we'll, we'll just try yeah yeah exactly so the mentality exactly. around your training has been really cool to watch you grow yeah and it's exciting because you're getting stronger every phase and every phase mm. I'm writing your programs and I'm like, damn, <laughs> we started at like just doing like split squats and you were like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was huffing and puffing, huffing and puffing, which is good yeah. because they're, they're freaking yeah. hard. I do too. But like that was yeah, really yeah, yeah. the most like mentally struggling thing at the time. Yeah. Now we're doing yeah. deadlifts and it's like, okay. And, and yeah. chin ups and, and like you're growing. It's awesome for me to yeah, watch. Yeah. I know. I it's crazy. It. Yeah. So good. Um, do you want to add anything to that or anything else? No, that was probably like my second point. Like what you just said, that's probably my, like my second thing is the, my strength the training. My training. Yeah. yeah. And even, it, your, even your bench press. Anyway, we'll move on for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how have you made it stick? Because I usually mm. get a lot of new clients and they start something or even clients on the phone who mm. don't even sign up. You know, they start something and they say, I give mm. up. I give up so easily. Like what makes you, come back to training why does it stick so much Mm. for you why has it stuck so much for you um well I will preface this by saying I did actually take a break from training with you I think um towards the end of my final year of uni um just because I knew in myself that I didn't have the mental capacity to commit to myself or my training or training with you like a hundred percent. And I feel like the most important thing is when stuff, like when you're starting something or when you want to, you think you want to start training or start up with a coach, it's kind of like you have to make sure that you're ready for that. Like you can't just sign up and expect someone else to, do all the work for you or do yeah. your coach to do the work for you. Like you need to be like, okay, this is something that I really, really want for myself and I'm willing to put in all the hard yards with help from your coach or whoever um, to get to where you want to be. So I knew like when I did take that break from training, I knew that if I did try to train or did try to do like ABC, um, I would just – not show up for myself and that would just make me feel even worse. Um, so I feel like after such a long time of cycling on, off, on, off, you kind of realise that, you know, like what I said before, no one's going to do the work for you. You have to do it 
um, in order to like feel your best. And that's something you have to just like, I guess, does that sound a bit? No. Does that sound a bit harsh? <laughs> no, no, no. I understand what you're saying. I think at the end of the day, I say clients, I say this exact thing to clients. I said this to someone yesterday. No one's going to save you from the world. No one's going to save you, but you, you need to yeah. pull yourself out of your own shit. Um, you've got yeah. to call people out. And also we're not calling people out, but we're just saying in general, like if you want to change and you've been saying it for mm. the last six months or the last year, and you've been saying, mm. I'll give myself a break. I'll give myself a break. And the breaks turn into one year of you not doing anything mm. at all. Mm. Then mm. you really need to wake up and go, if this is something that you actually really hundred percent want to change and you yeah. really want to commit to, then let's, let's do it. Like stop. Yeah farting around stop yo-yo dieting stop yo-yo mentaling your health mentaling mentally mm. health great <laughs> just <laughs> just start just start somewhere whether yeah. it means you get a coach I, or you get an mm. app or you go chelsea i feel like um figuring out your priorities like figuring Ooh, out what's a priority for you i think is probably the main thing mm. um like for example myself I knew that my health and my training and this was like something that was really important to me that I did need help with. And I feel like also acknowledging that it's okay to have help from someone else. You don't have to just do it all on your own. That's why there's coaches there to help you through things. Um, And I was like, well, this is like one of my main priorities right now. So I have to maybe sacrifice in other areas of my life to be able to, you know, give myself what I want and what I know deep down inside that I need. Um, And I feel like sometimes if like I'll say training, for example, if you think like, oh, you know, like I start training then I can't and then I stop and then I start and then I stop. I feel like there's always like other things in your life that you don't actually realise are probably playing into that cycle, like whether that be lack of sleep or lack of work-life balance or lack of like, stress relief or like something like that or living in a toxic environment or not having a good like there's (laughs) there's like all these other things but you just think it's just you and your training but there's like so many other aspects to your life that can you know that play into your training it's not just oh yeah you train and then that's it kind of thing and I think people know that I think people are aware that there are like sleep stress work family kids Mm you know, whatever issues. But I think sometimes Mm. the priority of like training is actually going to help your sleep. It's going to help your stress. It's going to help your relationship Mm. with yourself and others. It's going to improve your productivity. So sometimes we discount what training and the benefits of exercising can do for our Mm. life. So just prioritizing, you know, having a schedule, giving yourself 30 minutes doesn't have to be an hour. Like there's been some times Mm. where I think you've left early or you're like, I don't, I I need to go home. Like I'm just too tired, not feeling it. Yeah. go I've yeah, done the same thing I'm, I'm, I've done a squat and I'm like you know what no nah, not today yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Going. or even before a session I think oh I really need to go because I need to do four sessions a week la la but I'm so mentally exhausted from like a day of work or something that I just say to myself you know if you if you end up going you're just going to have a really bad session anyway you might as well acknowledge that you need a bit of rest and give yourself rest so then tomorrow you can just go and have a good session instead of trying to push through and kind exactly. of get to a burnt out stage, which is something that I always throughout my whole adolescent have like like through high school and uni have just kind of been through a constant cycle of burnout mm. because I never give myself time to rest and I just expect too much of myself basically. Yes. So, yes. yeah. And I think just with the training aspect of that though, we aren't saying, you know, that 
you shouldn't have a like you shouldn't not have a break but at the same time if you are consistent with something and you are committing mm. to three days a week go three days mm. a week but if that one day you're like no try do it another day of the week so you still yeah, get that yeah. routine so you know yeah. there's going to be off days but choose your off days when you actually feel off mm. um mm. not just i can't be bothered you know exactly, rather yeah. i'm actually feeling low i've had too much on i'm mentally unwell to go yeah i'm emotionally not there yeah, um, yeah i agree all right. Well, the last part that I wanted to go through with today was if you had to give advice to your friends or someone mm. listening to this episode who is feeling down, unmotivated, and a little scared to start the gym, what would you say yeah. to them, Chelsea? Oh, what would I say? I'd probably say, well, I just think of myself when I started um, training with you at the gym that um, that we're at now. That really humble I was, phase. I was, I basically would only come to the gym if I was training with Raquel. I would not go by myself because I was, had so much anxiety about actually going to the gym in an unfamiliar environment that I wouldn't, wouldn't train if I wasn't training with Raquel, but basically. you were training at home. I was you training at home, two, yeah. yeah. So me was, and two at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my setup at the start because I just couldn't bring myself to come into the gym and train by myself, basically. Um, But now, like looking back on that, I would probably say to somebody every day that you go go in and you become uncomfortable in this environment, if, if that's the reason why you're avoiding it, like I'm just using that as an example, it just becomes more and more easier more and more comfortable i know that's probably you a bit become, of a simple what's answer what's the word you become immune to like all of the external things yeah yeah like immune. now i'll just walk around the gym i don't is it immune it's or no, become, it's not immune but it's like sen- you did um, desensitize bang yeah pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> like whenever you try something new it's always going to be super scary and like um, like will make you always. anxious or nervous like doesn't matter what it is it's you know it's going to make you really really it's going to be scary. So I feel like every day I came in and like kind of pushed myself to get over that. You kind of realize, Oh, hold on, like no one's staring at me. No one's like, no one really cares that I'm here. No one cares what you're wearing. Like no one's looking at you and thinking, what is she? Like the only thing that matters is, you know, that what you're doing is like, you know, if it's your program, you think, okay, this is the program my coach has given me. I'm doing this. This is how I'm doing it. And I feel like I know it's really, I don't know, can I like say shit? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's really shit. I know it's really yeah, shit, but that's the only <laughs> way you're going to get over it. Like it's the only way by doing something that makes you uncomfortable. That's the only way that you're going to get over it basically. Yeah. Um, yeah I feel like also the other thing would be to, is to invest in a coach. Like that's probably like the only other obvious thing is like, if you're really super struggling, which is, yeah, which is what I was like. I was like, no, nah, I can't. I, I was at a point where I was like, I cannot do this anymore by myself. I need somebody there. And slowly, slowly, like you just have to give yourself time. Like don't expect yourself to like just find a brand new gym and a brand new coach and think, oh, yeah, I'm 100% comfortable. Like it's okay to be a bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But having a coach is really what helps me. Like having routine and a set program and a, the same person I can go to and like you're getting consistent professional advice all the time and not getting like on social media where you get one person saying this and one person saying that and like that's what I was dealing with before I was dealing with like 
oh my God, but this person said this exercise is the best and this person said this exercise is the best and I would just go into the gym and do And then you come to me and you're influences. like, can I do this? And I'm like, I heard this was the best exercise. I'm like, there's no such thing as the best exercise. <laughs> yeah, like things like that. Like you just need to get yourself a professional who knows what they're talking oh, about, like Raquel. So, yeah, I feel like I that's love what that I would answer. do. I would go into the gym and go do these Instagram workouts We've all been like, there and all done that Me yeah too. even before so, i had my certificates in fitness i would mm, copy the people on instagram like doing the kickbacks mm, doing the hip mm, like a sneal anyway so many things we don't need yeah, to talk about them all that um, stuff yeah, yeah all those fancy yeah. things that don't even matter mm, but mm. i think yeah having a coach you're right does take away a lot of the pressure on yourself to yeah. have everything figured yeah. out because you already have so yeah. many other things to look at so yeah i think it takes the pressure off trying to have yeah. everything figured out i even have a coach too like i work with a coach it's online mm. it's perfect for me um and it mm. helps me so much to just go to the gym mm. not have to think about it myself it's already there for me my coach knows me my coach gets me i communicate with him you communicate with yeah. me it's like you just you, you know who you're working with so you build that relationship mm. it's so much easier um but what was the first thing you said um uh, i think like oh getting, just being uncomfortable yeah, being uncomfortable and giving yourself time to get over being uncomfortable, I think. Yeah, is. I love that. It gives, like, people the, like, realisation that it's okay to feel yeah. uncomfortable for a little while. Like, Because we're all, we've all been there. Like, we've all been, we're all uncomfortable. Mm. Like, especially when I, when you go into a new gym. Another it's new like, gym. Oof, yeah. Yeah. Every time I go into a but, new gym, I just get so anxious. Yeah. And how long, like, you've been training for how long? You know, like you're a, a coach and you still get nervous because it's a new environment. It's like starting a new job. You know, you might be in your profession for how many ever years, but as soon as you start in a new environment with unfamiliar people and unfamiliar, you know, equipment Round. and like things are different and, you know, it's always going to be uncomfortable, but that's just a part of like that's going to build They're your resilience, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. It just makes you better, it makes you stronger, it makes you just feel like you can do it, like you don't need mm. like you don't need to feel like that way, but it's okay if you do. We do as well. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. Just don't let that hold yeah. you back from getting the results yeah. and changes that you want in your life. Because otherwise yeah, you're just going to be in your little bubble and you're not going to do anything at all. Yeah, 100%. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? I think this has been a great convo though. I don't think so. Is there anything yeah. else that I've missed? No, I think you've really summed up your experience um, and your growth yeah. really well and given a lot of people really good advice. Yeah. Mm. It's been a long two years, let me just say. Like this is all really <coughs> nice and simple now, but it's like been a really, really long, tough journey. And like yeah. I guess tears. the longer you put it off, yeah, <laughs> the longer you put off, starting something it's always going to be the same no matter what time you start like coaching or training it's always going to be the same so I feel like if I hadn't have started two years ago I'd still be in the same exact same spot now yeah I think I think also the reason why this experience is a little bit more of a journey with me as well is because we've invested I've invested a lot of like trying to really work on your psychology around training Mm. fitness and you rather than just you're coming in to train and like do this exercise and this is how you do it it's been like we're doing this exercise but how are you going like what's going on like let's talk about it how you're managing this how you're managing that this is the reality of this this is like I'm telling you the direction Mm. of 
like what it means to be in the health and fitness space without having yeah, to attach yeah, yeah. to your body as well. So I feel like that's yeah. probably why it's been such like you're saying in recap, it's been a journey for you because you have grown so mm. much and you realize that and it's it's like it's a different kind of experience. It's not a typical mm. like like the first experience you had. It was no structure, there was yeah. no accountability, there was just kind of yeah. like that really it wasn't a coaching experience. It was just like you're yeah. you're just another number to me. Whereas to me, yeah, you're like you're you're my client, you're part of my business, but you're mm. also my friend and I want to help you because you're like in my yeah. circle now. You're in my community and I want to help you be better. Yeah. So you can yeah, be better and 100%. you are better for everyone around you and yourself. Yeah. And I and can I also add that seeing like working with you actually like made me realize that there's no eight-week program that's gonna stick in the long term because I've been there with the eight-week programs and have seen these wow just these amazing physical results but um, the only reason why I saw that was because I was neglecting everything else in my life and severely under eating and then post the eight weeks you're just you're just left the exact same like that you started before the eight weeks like it's just so working with you made me realize that everything takes a lot more time. Like you're not going to get everything overnight. Like you can't Mm. expect yourself to change dramatically in four weeks or, you know, that's probably like another major thing that's, that was hard for me at the start because I was just chasing instant grad, like all that, you know, quick results and stuff like that. So that's probably another main thing. Yeah. 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 And you, you yeah. can put it on the head. Like, and that's, I think that's why you also wanted to come back with me too, is because you realized that you needed not another mm. quick fix. You needed something that was really yeah. going to uncover the truths that you needed to be yeah. your best self, because you really are like, you have confidence, you're mm. pardon me, confident. You're able to move around the gym in the space comfortably. You're nutritionally savvy. Yeah you're educated you know how to sift through media and not be like oh my god this looks cool like you're like you're questioning things like you're curious but also questioning like other stuff so I feel like yeah you've really grown so much and that's exactly what you needed so Hmm. and I couldn't have done it without you I appreciate it I've loved (laughs) I've loved coaching you I still love coaching you I still coach you so it's good I know I know right yeah yeah it's the best it's been so good it is the best I enjoy our sessions and I'm excited to see what you do at the deadlifting party we have next week. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. One, we 160 go. kilo deadlift or? 160. I'm okay. Joking, I'm joking. I can't <laughs> even pull 160 yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how I go. Yeah, it'll be fun.